Ladies and gentlemen. I got something here. Let's get to the real thing. Welcome to Leap of Faith, where every week we help you transform fear into opportunity. Here is your host, Sasha Karabai. All right, welcome back uh, to another episode of Leap of Faith. Today I've got with me an old friend of mine uh, who, as we were jumping on here, just um, pulled up the small remains of the chair that he sat on and busted up. Um, now, this dude's um, absolutely jacked. Tim McKinnon, um, uh, 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 what, what I like to think of as one of the most professional um, bodybuilders that I've kind of observed over the years. And uh, I've, known, I've known him for, for a long time and maybe not officially professional, but um, I've seen this guy, you know, grow and develop and become astronomically huge and um, just insane amounts of discipline, um, routine and consistency as far as like the art of bodybuilding. So I'm really excited about this this, this show to, to learn about you, Tim, and, um, you know, what goes on in your mind um, to be able to bring some of those like next level physiques to shows and also some things outside of shows. So thanks for spending some time with me um, today, man. Yeah, awesome, man. Thanks for having me on. I've got a bit of a tough crowd to follow, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. So um, let's go, let, 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 let's um, learn about, I guess, before all the all the bodybuilding and um before uh you started it all man like like what did yeah. life look like where were you what was going on um yeah take take me through that a bit well i've been doing this for as long as i can remember so it's funny when people ask me this because i don't remember right <laughs> I, don't re- I don't really remember what i used to do because it's it's sort of like you know you know your your first uh core memory um for me is really bodybuilding you know so right. I, I wasn't really existing um, in in a sort of like a, a you know when you say you're present in your life you know yes. um, I I don't feel like I was very present in anything until I was bodybuilding because it wow. sort of drew me in so I feel like I, I feel like I'm doing it. How, how did you how did you get into it initially like um, I know I, it wasn't really a cool story I mean my mum bought yeah. me a gym membership and I just went you know <laughs> I, I used to play a lot of World of Warcraft everyone knows yeah. About it. I used and, to play um, that. I used to play World of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I like, you know, I had every had every character and I just used to just sit sit there. Like I went to uni as well, straight out of school. And I, I was just kind of like really absorbed in my studies and things. Yep. Um, so I guess that, you know, that's the answer to that is I was at uni and I just finished school and I was into computer games. You know, I was a very skinny guy. I was 65 kilos. And um, I had like zero confidence, man. Like I didn't even know how to talk to someone like mm. my age, let alone someone you know, professor at, professor at uni or anyone else. Like I was very, very insecure, very, um, very secure and, and fine around my friends, but just in general, in life, I had no idea how to handle myself. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think that's why I liked, um, you know, I went to the gym and, and started to see the results quickly because I was very sporty as a kid. But I think that's yeah. why I liked it was because it just sort of gave me power, you know, mm. people started to notice you and, and pay attention. And instead of, instead of, as a young guy, you take that the wrong way though, right? I'm sure you, yes. you've been before, right? Um, so learning this process and learning about yourself is kind of, um, that's what I got addicted to was just that whole sort of um, journey where it's you. It, it, there's no reliance on anyone else. Mm. Um, you know, you are in control of everything that you, you know, the way you look is completely up to you. Like you yeah. can't, it's yeah. like with someone else, if they're um, like a pro snowboarder or something, no one gives a shit until they're actually snowboarding, right? Yeah. With bodybuilding and, and fitness and health and stuff like that, 
it's you carried around. You are the trophy, you know. Mm, so I think, mm. I think I fell in love with that because of an insecurity, you know. Right. Um, you know, having that insecurity of just having zero confidence and no sort of um, control in a social setting or in in jobs. Like I never really sort of found like anyone took me seriously. Right. And then all, then all of a sudden you have this power in that setting. Um, you know, and it's true. People treat you different when you when you're bigger. They do. Mm. Um, and you, you tend to polarize people very quickly. Like they either love you or they hate you. Yeah. Um, and I think that works in your favor. If you're a good person as well, it's sort of, Mm. you can use it, you can use it very well to Mm. just get rid of the people that you don't want to be around and, and really attract the right type of people. And I I think that part about bodybuilding is really what I love the most. Um, obviously the physical benefits too, but yeah. So I think the answer to that question was I was at uni and I was just very unhappy with how I looked and how I felt and just all of that. And then that process of starting the gym and seeing those physical changes, you know, led me to then develop that mental, um, you know, mental strength and everything. And that drew me away from academics mm. and down mm. the PT track. And I started a PT business. Right. Terrible at that too. Terrible at that. <laughs> um, I, like I said, like I was, I was starting to build a physique and I thought that that was all I needed to get money. You know, like people, right. if I was bigger, people would want to know. And I had no idea how to talk to people, sell, do any of that stuff, you know. And as you know, it's a, it's an art. Like yeah. even even you just introducing me then that that was an art, bro. Like you know how to sell. So yeah, I've done it once or twice. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's that's something you, you you don't just read a book and mm. learn that. It's mm. you have to develop it through some. You know, it's almost you have to go through these battles to actually have this confidence to come up with this stuff, right? Yeah. And, um. And and know yourself and believe in what you're selling, and so. I think that that process too of becoming a coach and a PT, it it yeah. all aligned with that journey that I was on personally. And yeah. I just fell in love with that whole thing, man. Like I, I would never change jobs or do anything else. I'm just completely in love yeah. with the whole process. That's um, insane. Yeah. Well, I wanted to I, just touch on a point you said because you mentioned um you had an insecurity in that kind of um, you know, the the insecurity that you experienced around uh social environments or meeting new people yep. and the, the inability to do those kinds of things actually was, you know, the stimulating factor that drew you into bodybuilding, for example. Um, yep. And it, it, it's interesting because a lot of the time, like the things that are our insecurities um, become our strengths, you know, because yep. that, that they create so much pain and it's like, well, I need to fix that problem. Um, I had a similar thing. I remember when I was when I was starting, and the reason the reason I it started the gym ever um, was I remember sitting there and I was like standing in like my house, and my dad was like looking at me, and he was like look, and, and he just said something like this, like just shit shit remark about how skinny I was, and yep. I was like, I was like, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck you, and I literally went went down to the gym, like walked to the gym after school the next day, and I'm like. I'm, and I made an absolute fucking fool of myself, like fucked up the machines. People yep. were coming and rescue me. I was like skinny as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting, man. It 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 it's it, take it's it's creates so a, much power. Mm. Especially when you're a young guy, there's this spark. It doesn't even have to be much. It could just be one comment someone makes, or just you know one feeling where you're rejected by a girl, or just something in particular. And whereas when you're older, you know it doesn't do the same thing. Correct. When you're a young guy especially young, young guys, you know, um, it can either do damage to you or it can actually promote some benefit. And I think yes, I'm, I'm lucky that it, it sparked something 
positive in me, whereas I, I know a lot of young guys. What do you think it is that does that, 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 that you um, know, in some people creates damage and others creates yeah, inspiration? That is really tough. I think, I think it's got a lot to do with how you're raised. Um, mm-hmm. I think it has a lot to do with the people you're around and just there was something I, I, I didn't know what, I, like, you know how everyone's like, I'm going to be famous when I'm older and shit. I wasn't necessarily like that, but I knew I wasn't going to settle for what I had. You know, I didn't want to be just mm. come home, drink beer, mow the lawn. Like, I didn't want any of that basic shit. Like, you know, yeah. my parents weren't my parents weren't necessarily. You know, they sent me to a private school, but they struggled to do that. You know, and so yeah, um, we never really had excessive amounts of money or like you know all the cool stuff. You know, we just basically got by. Um, never right. went on massive holidays or had nice cars or anything like that. So I think I just I knew that I I couldn't stay where I was, and I needed yeah. to find something that I was good at. Like I always thought I'd go to uni and do something to make money. Mm. And then I quickly, I quickly realized that if I, if I do something I like doing, it's going to allow me to be, you know, have that advantage on people who just want the money, you know? Yeah. I I figured that out pretty quickly. Mm. Um, I don't know why. That's a good question. I I think that's a job for a psychologist potentially (laughs) (laughs) because because yeah, a lot of guys, man, like I'm sure, you know, a lot of your mates and a lot of my mates are the same. They went the negative way, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. They go through this stuff. They had bad upbringings, whatever, and they go the negative route, and and that's their journey, you know. Um, so I guess I'm lucky, and I'm very grateful mm. for that. Mm. And um, how? Because because like for me, for example, like um, I remember a time when I was like super into you know gym and the bodybuilding, and um, like I, I was like, I, I mean, I thought I was taking it really seriously. Like I was training like sometimes twice a day, and I was like yep. really really diligent. Um, but then. And I recall very specifically, like, you know, some people and friends around were like, oh, yeah, Sasha, like, you know, don't worry. This is a phase and, you know, yeah. time will soon tell and you will have other priorities and you'll, you know, soon be fat like me and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and I was like, dude, there is never a time that I will be not training two times a day and That's be right. jacked as hell. And, and I mean, naturally, like I, I, things change and my priorities change and I still look after myself really well, but mm. not as seriously. Um, so I'm just curious because like your consistency and your diligence and your commitment to, you know, maintaining and building and just being like relentless yep. with what you do is so impressive. Like, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, that is a serious like commitment. Um, how do you maintain and, and, and retain and, and build on that level of commitment? Um, I've tried to figure that out a lot too, because there's been a lot of, there's like, that's a, I think, I, I think I understand it now. I'm like 30 now. And I think I finally understood why. And I, yeah. and that allows me to be more motivated. Um, because the whole way through that process, I just had this like feeling that I needed to. And I think it comes from an emotional state where you feel like you have, don't have something. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like a, maybe a, a state of scarcity or like you, you are afraid of being average or something like that. It's, it's more of a fear. Right. Rather than rather than an urge to be something, it's more of a fear of not being. Right, and that definitely comes from, like I said, like the way I, you know, the way my family was when I was younger, you know, just just wanting more than average. Yeah. Um, and it just happened to be in terms of physique because, you know, like at this point in my life now, it's not necessarily that I want to be bigger. It's just I want to be better every day. I want to be yeah. stronger mentally. I want to have more flexibility. I want to be able to lift mm. more. Like it doesn't necessarily mean I have to be the biggest in the gym anymore, because there's there's a there's a massive like there's a more of a um, holistic approach to pro- uh, judging my progress now. You know, yeah, yeah. and that that just comes with experience. And I think um, that's what I try to promote with my clients is 
you know, don't worry about being the the biggest or the most attractive or the the strongest or having the most money because there's always going to be someone with more than you. Very true. Um, but just try and you know pick three things and be better at them than you were yesterday. And then once you've sort of got those three things the way you want to, want them to be, then you pick another three things and just try and slowly mm. bring everything with it. You know, mm, um, mm, mm. and it, it, it's it's a tough battle, man, because like. There's a lot of times where I'm like, shit, I, if I just put this energy into something else, like, you know, learning a new skill or going and studying something else, I, I, I could probably make a lot more money, maybe. Sure, sure. But I wouldn't be happy because I'm not excelling or I'm not progressing mentally and physically in the direction that I want, you know, and I think, I think a lot of people get trapped in that whole, you know, monetary goal. Mm. Like, I'll, I want to be a bodybuilder so I can win a show and make money you know it's like the wrong way to do something sure, sure um or i want to be a bodybuilder so i can be famous on instagram so i can make money it's like yeah I'm not gonna last very long you know so i can get heaps of bitches <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and then you, and then you realize once you get to 30 you realize all the girls like unattractive guys with money so it doesn't yeah. having muscle and being attractive is not yeah. a good no, it's not a good outcome anyway <laughs> spent the last years last few years just fucking that up man <laughs> yeah i i, I should have just stayed in uni and just focus on money. (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, Yeah. Wow. I think um, the, the, there's a few different tests that were done on this, like that marshmallow test with the kids um, and the ones that could kind of refrain from temptation and not eat the marshmallows um, ended up being more successful because they could, you know, resist temptation. Um, I I see that what you do in terms of, uh, and this is why I have so much respect for, for bodybuilders because I believe that it's like the ultimate, um, sacrifice and requires, you know, the ultimate levels of discipline um, in terms of being able to withstand short-term pain for long-term benefit. Yeah. Um, ha- what goes through your mind when you're like prepping for a show and you're in a calorie deficit and you're just grueling? Like, how, how does that whole process work? Um, there is like there is definitely a roller coaster initially, um, but you know, the biggest thing that I, I feel like as you get more experienced is you, you start to understand that it is literally a choice. And in, at any moment you can stop, you know, it's like, it's like you, you have complete control over that process. You, you can just at any moment, eat whatever you want. No one's stopping yeah. you. No one's, got a, no one's got a gun to your head. Um, mm. And I think, and I think um, our egos are, play, are playing a massive role in what, is the actual difficult part of it, you know, because our egos are saying, Oh, you're hungry. You should eat because you're going to die or something. Yes. Instead. It's like, it's like accepting the state you're in and, and realizing that you are choosing that. And it's got nothing to do with, you know, your survival or like your happiness or anything. It's just a feeling. And so, you know, having that decision or having that choice um, and and being in control of that choice Mm -hmm. is actually a powerful feeling because, you can be around everyone else who's doing whatever they want, but in your head, you know that you are in control and you are choosing to stay on the diet or choosing to train twice a day or choosing to do the cardio. Um, When you can just do, you know, you can just do nothing, you know, it's completely in your control. Mm. And so Mm. I think a lot of people struggle because they play victim, you know, they start to, you know, blame the, the diet for their unhappiness or they start to blame the process rather than accepting the process and, and actually enjoying it, mm. um, you know, and, and it's the same thing. It's like, I, I think, you know, it's like, why aren't you a professional singer? Yeah. I, you know, yeah. it's like, why, why don't I sing on stage every weekend? Because I yeah. suck, you know, that's right. That's right. I'm not, I'm not born to do that. And, and also 
at the same time, I don't put the effort in, you know, I don't yeah. put the effort in to become that. So like, I'm, I'm accepting that. I'm not sitting here going, why aren't I a singer? Yeah. You know, where yeah. but a lot of people go, I want to be a bodybuilder. And then the minute it gets hard, they stop or they, they, they dummy yeah. and they blame everyone, you know, and they're unmiserable through the yeah. process. Mm, the mm. thing is, man, like, I don't know if you've ever hung around a singer before. They just sing all the time. They, mm. you know, it's, it's everything they do. They're completely absorbed in it. Yeah. And um, it's the same with bodybuilding. You know, you've got to love it, man. You've got to love that you can at many minutes stop, but you're choosing not to stop. Mm. And the beauty that I love that, that I think is so, because um, I think there's so many parallels between bodybuilding and business, right? And Oh, yeah. The, the thing that I love the most in, in, in terms of bodybuilding, and you said it earlier in terms of um, when you're up on that stage in that God knows how tiny little bikini um, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ultra. It's, it's like there is nothing that you can hide, right? No. Um, as an entrepreneur, and I love uh, Gary V said something like this singers the same, um, professional athletes the same, uh, bodybuilding, anyone, right? It's like when they're doing their thing, it's like the complete example demonstration to the fullest extent for the whole world to see are you good or right. fucking not right that's right an entrepreneur right an entrepreneur quote unquote um can sit there and like you know post the right content and they can talk right. the right shit and they can post the nice books on their shelf like i've got behind me and they can yep. like have sweet conversations with people and, and like make up all of this bullshit yep. right and no one can really tell the difference you know so i think like the level of authenticity that you can bring to the table as like a, 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 a pro, like someone who's like that serious about their, their craft. I'm like, it's, it's scary in a way, because I think so many people in today's society could not handle that level of transparency and vulnerability. Exactly. And like, yo man, this is me. I'm fucking naked here. Like what's up, yeah. you know, check me out. Yeah. I think um, he said that he, he works like, you know, everyone's like, Oh, you need to sleep more and shit. And he's like, I actually don't feel like I'm working because I love this so much. I think I've heard him say that before. And it's the yeah. same concept. It's like he he loves what he does so much. He's not trying to be it. It's just the way he is. Yeah. And so that pays off, you know. And so I think the key is finding what it is that you really love so that when you find that thing, it's not, it's not a chore. You don't actually struggle with the diet. You know, you don't struggle with the training. You don't yeah, struggle no. with any of that yeah. stuff. It's just... It's what you're going to do. You know, it, it's part of the yeah. process of you just getting up every day. So, yeah, I think I think a lot of people just see it as like a glamorous thing or, you know, it brings popularity or you know, it's yeah. the same with entrepreneurial, like, you know, having the money or having that business or, or looking like cool on Instagram with your new car or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, all you got to do is post this stuff, blah, 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 but it's not going to get you yeah. there when, when it counts. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. um, and... I, I think it's 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 I'm not, I'm not sure. Like I think I think bodybuilding at the level that you're at is very different. But I think um, with one thing I always observe with young entrepreneurs is like um, starting something, doing it for a period of time to kind of get a little bit of traction, not enough to really take it seriously, um, reach a point of you know difficulty that exceeds their willpower or the desire to actually get the outcome yep. that they thought that they wanted. And then in that moment of like adversity and challenge, because the vision or the clarity of like why they're actually doing it isn't really there, um, then they're more open to, more susceptible to be like, oh, you know what, the crypto thing, or like actually, yeah. hang on a second, my buddy's got this other business, I'm going to go do this e-com thing. And, yep. and it's like shiny object syndrome starts. 100%. Um, so I, I, I don't all the time. Be, yeah. All the time with clients, like, I'll, you know, 
I'll post, you know, highlight reels of my clients' results, and and then I'll get I'll get thousands of um, inquiries, you know, about people. I want to look like that. I want to look like you. Blah blah blah. And it's like it's a massive job to sift through that because I'll sign someone up, they say all the right stuff, a couple of weeks go by, and then all of a sudden they can't afford it, and you're like, hang on a sec, you knew the price, you knew what what is required, time sacrifice, financial sacrifice, yeah. commitment to yourself, not just me. I don't need the money necessarily. Yeah. But you, it, it's the price. The price is the price, right? So how yeah. come all of a sudden, five weeks in, when it starts to be challenging, you can't afford it? Yeah. I don't care. I don't care that you crash your car. I don't care that you've got medical bills. None of this stuff. If you yeah. want to do it enough, yeah. you'll have that money sitting there. And it's not. It's not a lot of money, man. It's yeah. not a lot of money. So why all of a sudden do you stop? You know, and that's what it comes down to: sh- shiny object syndrome. Yeah. And then once you get to that, like you said, that point where the adversity is above the level of their want to do it, yes, they stop and they find yeah. an excuse. Find an uh, excuse, yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 common as, man, I, I don't even bat an eyelid. It used to really bother me. It used to really upset me. Now I'm just like, cool, man, see you later, you know, no problems at all um, because yeah. it's just not for them. It's not for them and they need to find something else that they like doing and that's fine, you know. But it's that, funny, I, I, was, um, I was speaking to my wife Um a couple of weeks ago and I had a really challenging day. And I remember <clears throat> I walked out of my office and I was like, um, and I was like in this mindset where I was kind of like thinking in my head, like as if I was speaking on stage or something or speaking to an audience. And I was just like in my head, like twisted up with stress and shit. And I was like, and I, and I was like speaking to this audience of like young um, entrepreneurs. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't think you fucking get it. Like, don't do it. I'm like, don't do it. Like you're fucking cooked in the head right? The amount of sacrifice, the amount of stress, like, do you want yeah. to fuck? And, and I'm like, the sick thing is, and I'm like saying this in my mind, I'm like, the sick yeah. thing is you're all going to listen to what I'm saying. And you're going to think I'm trying to like motivate you, but I'm actually not. Yeah. Like I'm actually saying that most of you fucks are never going to make it. You're never no. going to be anything. Don't even do it. Just stay in your yeah. fucking job. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Um, it's, Everyone, it's, it's the same thing, man. I, I, see, <laughs> I hear that. I, I feel you uh, so much because I, I see this all the time with clients. Like they, they get frustrated with their their life the way it is. They want to do bodybuilding. They want to do all this stuff. And they're, they're like, oh, I should quit my job and be a PT and all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, all of this all this stuff that you're going through in your head, you've got a job that's paying the bills right now. That's it. That You can just yeah. do this job, keep it simple, yeah. and just yeah. do what you need to do right now. Don't overcomplicate it. Stop trying to change your whole world because it seems glamorous. It, you know, yeah. It's like people like Joe from relationship to relationship. They can't even keep a girlfriend because they're going – Oh, this girl's better. This girl's better. This girl's better. Yeah. And it just keeps yeah. floating around and none of their values align and they don't stick to anything and trust themselves and build yeah. that confidence with themselves because it's just, this is better. This is better. This is better. This is better. And then they end up 40 years old, never getting anywhere because they can't follow the same and follow exactly. through with something from start to finish. Exactly right. You know? So what do you, riddle me this then, say for example, you know, um, we're sitting down there and there's, you know, someone in front of us who's just like it. Uh, malleable, open to listening, coachable, and you're like, right, all right, son. Um, and his name's Jeffrey, and 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 he's just like the perfect client, candidate, entrepreneur, whatever it might be. Like, what would be yep. your kind of like, based on your experience, based on seeing what you've seen with your clients, based on your own like, you know, yep. historical life journey to date? How would you kind of like, what advice would you give based on that? Um, I think that the the key. Uh, that I've learned is like, I, I want to say all this stuff. Um, there's a lot of things I want to say, but I think the, the biggest thing that I've learned recently is I got to save my energy as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. So like there, there's a whole bunch of shit I want to say from the start because I know they, they're, they're, they're a perfect candidate. They've got everything they need to do it. Um, but there is also that chance that they could get five weeks in and it just it's just a little bit too much, you know, um, because everyone's the perfect candidate. You know what I mean? I'm sure mm. you know what it's like when you're hiring someone for, the, for a job. Everyone's perfect at the start. It, it's very easy to match that um, criteria. Mm. And, and then as soon as there's like just a, they might have an off day, a bad thing with a relationship or they might crash the car or, so and it's just a little bit too much. And then they, they stop, you know, or they, they, they question it or they, they think about stopping. And even that, that process where they think about stopping, they've already lost at that point there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think for me personally, like as much as I really want to go through that whole thing and just be like this, you know, here's this sort of crash course of what you can expect. I've got to save my energy um, yeah. because, I, you know, I'm sure you know what it's like. You, you, your empathetic side comes in and you just really want to help these people, but you can't. Yes. You know what I mean? No one helped yeah. me. No one, no one forced mm. me to do anything. Mm. Every, time, everything, every time things are really tough, no one's there going, oh, you know, just a little bit more. You know, no one's there for that. Yeah. Not yeah. even yeah. your parents are there for that. You know, your parents don't understand. Mm. So, mm. so it, 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 yeah, I think the, the key in those situations is, it's sink or swim, bro. Like uh, yeah. survival of the fittest, and I think that no yeah. no amount of coaching is actually going to fix the that you need it. It's got to be in you. It's got to be really it's like internal. Yeah, mm. it's got to be either there or it's not. And if it's not there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you with a person. You're not worse off. Like no one's better than you because you don't have it. It's just you're you're meant for something else. You know. Mm. So I think mm. a lot of people need to just it, it, if it's not there. Stop tr- trying to push it. Stop trying to drag people down to get there. Yeah, go and find something else. You know, you might mm. be you might be the best damn barista ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think there's I think there's a play and be very happy and enjoy your life doing that. Um, yeah. But certainly don't be miserable chasing something that you're not really there for, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a good way to, it's a good way to think about it. Um, there's a um, there's a book that I read, Aaron Ross, um, Impossible to Inevitable, and he talks about it in the context he helped. Um, Salesforce kind of like scale their monthly recurring revenue to like over a hundred million dollars and like all these like astronomical numbers, right? Yeah. And um, and he was like sharing his insights in terms of like, um, here's what to expect as an entrepreneur, and here's what to expect. And and he pretty much went into this just tirade of saying like, if you're not prepared to for the next you know six to nine years, um, do nothing except for think about your business miss every one of your kids' um, yeah. birthdays, uh, sporting games, sporting events, um, have your wife almost divorce you and maybe potentially even divorce you, lose mm. sleep, lose hair, um, become like <laughs> like stressed as hell, uh, age, <laughs> age three times quicker than most of your friends, like everything, right? And, and yeah. he just launches into this thing and he's like the, the, the 87th employee of Facebook makes more money than most entrepreneurs ever will. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, think about it in, in the perspective of what's actually valuable to you. Like, what are your values? If you say you want to be a billionaire, but then you still enjoy your weekends, it's like that shit yeah. ain't gonna fly, buddy. Yeah, no? absolutely no chance. Yeah. Um, it's 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 interesting. Talk talk to me about some of the most difficult kind of like preps or um challenges you've you've kind of encountered um as far as like yeah, bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty easy one because um it just fits in with what we just said, like. The hardest preps I've done are when the the things in my life aren't aligned, and I'm and I'm using my ego as an excuse. Like, 
it's difficult, you know, it's raining, I can't do my cardio, like there's always some excuse. And, and when I, I, I stopped my last prep for those same reasons, it just wasn't right, you know, it wasn't, right. wasn't aligning with the, that general feeling that I had. And so I just pulled the plug on it and, and, and I hadn't competed for a while because of COVID as well. So uh-huh. I was like, there was a lot riding on this prep to come back and get into it again. And is it on that point real quick, I'm always curious about this. Is there, is there a lot of, um, expectation on like, um, cause I, I remember and reason I asked this is, is I probably was like, you know, thinking about, and I think I saw you prepping and I was like, fuck, I'm like, this one's going to be a massive one for Tim. He's going to come back yep. and look next level. Like, is there a, is there a sense of that? Like, as in like expectation or you, you almost like care about what people are thinking of what you're going to look like. So it puts this extra pressure yep. on you or like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, always. Like? Uh, there's a massive amount, man. Um, I think, I think a lot of people like want to see you do well. And so they don't necessarily care if you don't like, I, uh, I mean, put it this way, man. I think Gary V says this too. Is like, you'll die. Then there'll be people that care for like a week and then no one will care anymore. So I understand that truly. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily feel pressure. I just feel pressure from the concept that like I should be moving forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think not competing, um, I haven't competed for three years now. I think not competing for that period of time has actually taught me um, that, like I can actually still move forwards with my physique and my business and everything. If I don't have to compete, like I don't actually have to compete for those things to happen. Mm. And so up until that point, COVID was actually a blessing in disguise because up until that point, I was competing five times a year, you know, three wow. times a year, last year. Like wow. in 2019, I did five shows. Um, Jesus. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and What's that it, do it was, to your body? Like, is that like wildly intense? Um. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, very, oh, very much. <laughs> I'm trying to downplay it, but no, it's it's pretty brutal, man. Um, like, yeah, it's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think when when you get, and that, that year for me was probably when I think about like my life so far, that was probably the highlight so far, right? I did, I did three shows overseas. I did two in Australia. And um, that was the closest I got to achieving what I wanted to achieve uh, visually, you know, right. um, not necessarily the outcome, but like the the visual on stage yes. so far. Um, and just the way I felt the whole time, like nothing was hard. Um, the training was easy. I had tons of energy. I was smiling wow. all the time. Like wow. you know, when I look back at it, I look back at like clips I filmed on my phone of me walking and talking. I was just like, man, I look like I'm high as hell, you know? Wow. But it's just, it's just that energy that, that you get from when things are, uh, are panning out exactly how you plan them to be. Mm. Um, and you, you're choosing that process, you know, it's, you're in control completely. Um, and there's nothing, no distractions. Like you're not, um, you know, like you don't have like kids that need your attention. You don't have, you know, it's just all hundred percent on this one thing. And I think that's like crucial to what you said before about, you know, um, people who say they want to be an entrepreneur, but they want to enjoy their weekend. It's like, there's no way I could have done five shows if I wanted to enjoy my weekends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's a hundred percent. Like it's it's a thousand percent. You can't even. You, it, I, I wake up in the morning. I think about that. I'll go to sleep. I think about that. It's not. It's not just something I do. You know. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. completely everything I breathe in. You know. So, I think. Um, I think in yeah in terms of like the hardest preps I've had. Uh, you know that I, I think the last one that I did that I that I pulled the pin on was the hardest because it just. It was like. I, I was sort of like, okay, I haven't done one for two years. I got to do it, 
you know, I, I've got right. to get myself back in there. And, and that was the wrong choice because, mm. you know, it, it was starting to be sort of like a, um, a requirement rather than a choice. A chore, yeah. like you were doing it out of obligation rather than desire. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, mm. it, it, paid a, it paid a toll on my business as well. Like, you know, I had a, had a few clients and um, they, they sort of like struggled with, you know, communication and stuff like that. And so since then, um, I've just been really focusing on, on business and, um, I'm still, I'm still like, I could sort of do a show in six months. I'm, I'm not, it's not like I've stopped doing that. It's just sure. the priority for me is like, okay, if someone, if, if I've got this day of work to do, I'm going to rest today and, and I'm going to train tomorrow, you know? Right. right. So that for the first time in my life, man, I've, I've, I'm at that point where it's not a priority. Um, sure. but I'm also trying to get myself to a point where it, it can sort of go, okay, the business is, is sweet. I can now do that hundred percent again. I want to repeat that 2019, you know? Yeah. I see what you mean. So it's sort of like seasonal. I get you. Um, one question that comes to mind, cause I know some of a fair few of my audience is like entrepreneurs, um, w- wanting to be an entrepreneur. Um, and a big thing for me and, and a big factor for me, especially more recently is like, I'm always like looking to, um, create some kind of, uh, I hate the word balance. I'm not going to use it. Synergy, <laughs> yeah. harmony, um, uh, trade-off, um, yep. something between like how I physically look and how I physically am as a person. Um, yep. and then also like my business because my business consumes, you know, 12 to 16 hours a day. But then yep. I also like to look pretty fucking good. Like not insane. Like there's no way, um, like I'm like a, you know, tiny, small child compared to you, but, um, <laughs> um, it's, it's still a, a big priority to me. And, and, and yeah. I think most men, you know, you want to go down to the beach, you want to take your shirt off, you want to feel good, you want to look good, you want to, if you're single, you want to have, you know, females or wh- whichever um, sex you're attracted to coming to you and being attracted to you. So, like, h- how would you or what would you advise around that? Say, for example, like a busy entrepreneur, what kind of structure, what kind of framework, what kind of supplements, what kind of, like, usage of, I don't know, different compounds to enhance in a way that you can um, be bigger, better, faster, longer, and more mm. efficient at the same time? I think, um, like, a, 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 like a, the word harmony is a good way to put it. Um, yeah. Because I think I like to, with clients that are in that position, I have clients that are, like, exactly like you just said, um, and with those clients, I just set limitations. So we just say, okay, what are you, what are you happy with um, in terms of like progression? Like how, what's the time frame that you're happy with? Right. Um, if you have this much time, are you happy with it taking this long? You know, right. I, mean? I see. Um, you so establish like the, the, the kind of parameters that you're, you're working. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like, it's like, if they say, oh, I want to get this lean in eight weeks and I'm like, well, you don't actually have the time to do that. Mm, you know? you then we then we take twenty weeks or something like that. You know, and so I think I think the way that I like to work it in with those clients is it's. Have you ever heard of anti goals before? Um, is that like um, it's kind of like inverse thinking? In yeah. So like you know, a goal would be I want to be fit, right? Yes. But but an anti goal would be I don't want to be fat. Right. Okay. So, so you, you, you know, for people in that circumstance, like that, you, like you're talking about, the best way to work it out is anti-goal. So, in in the process of you being successful and having this, you know, uh, you know, company with so many employees and whatever else, 
you you don't want certain things to happen. So you you yes. have worst case scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So if you identify what the worst case scenario would be of of that happening, mm. then you work backwards. So the worst case scenario might be never seeing your family, being unhealthy, you know, having excess body fat around the stomach, right? And and you know, having diabetes. I don't know something like that, right? Yeah. And so you work backwards. So you say, okay, how do I how do I stop that from happening? Well, I need to train three days a week or mm. I need to train four days a week. Can I make that happen? Yes, but you know, I have to go without this or this or this or this. And so when you work backwards, instead of it being, I can't have chocolate, it's if I eat chocolate, I will, will end up in this position here and I don't yeah. want to be. And I think for people with like that analytical brain or that you know entrepreneurial brain, it works better because instead of I can't, it's I must, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, it's a, it's just a system. It's like, it's the same with running a, running a business. If you have, you know, a, a task list for each day that you don't complete, you know, you get to the end of the week, you haven't done this, you, your numbers are shit. You haven't reached, you know, all these sort of targets with your business. Yeah. At the end of the year, you've got no one else to blame but yourself. So it's the same with your body. You know, if you work backwards in anti-goal, if you don't go to the gym four days a week, you know, you're going to end up in that scenario where that's the worst case scenario for you. Yeah. Um, so that that's the first step. And then working with the limitations of your schedule um, right. and what your values are. You know, some people don't have a family, so they've got more time. Some sure. people have a family, so they've got to work out ways to sort of bring their family into that stuff. Maybe they go for a, a family walk or something. I don't know. Sure. sure. But there's, you've got to work out, um, you know, and a lot of people, because a lot of, I don't know if you've realized this, but like a lot of people that do the sort of, you know, like your type of, business and that entrepreneurial type of um, mindset, they've coming from a place of usually not having much, you know yes. what I mean? Yes. Um, and so there's that emotional sort of drive where they feel like they have to constantly be doing something. Yeah. You know? And so a lot of it is just education around, um, you know, uh, the business isn't going to die if you go to the gym for an hour mm. you know? or, or, you know, understanding that, you know, or educating someone on like the types of foods that are actually benefiting your brain, you know, the way you think and the energy you have so that you can actually put more effort into. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Or, structure, mm. or structuring your day in such a way that like, okay, for example, let's say you have a, a really demanding mental job that takes up a lot of your morning. Mm. Your, your first meal should be 2 p.m. You know, mm. you don't want to eat and, and slow your brain down in the first part of the day. But then once you've had your first meal, you go to the gym and then you can eat the rest of the afternoon and, and, and mm. sort of relax a little bit because your, your work's done. So just I love that you say that because I think that whole bullshit of like breakfast is the most important meal of the day is just crap. And yeah, well, yeah, I agree, man. Especially if you're like you, your job is performance based, you know, you've got yeah. to be on, you know, a lot of it is in the morning, depending on the time zone. But of course, you know, if you're um if you have to be on from the time you get up till sort of midday. You don't want to have carbs. You don't want to eat no. like a meal. You want to be on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and certainly not training first thing in the morning. A lot of people are like, oh, I got to train and I feel best. And I, you don't want to train because you're going to be tired as hell. If you're training properly, you're going to be tired as hell. You're not going to focus. Interesting. You're, you know, so yeah. I think understanding all these things and then coming up with a structure that's suitable for you, um, everyone's different. And that's the, that's the key yeah. is you don't want to Google it, you know? Yeah. You don't want to Google like, what should I do? Like you'll run into a problem straight away. So of course. And then, so what about like um, in terms of uh, 
supplementation, hacking the system, like different tools, different methodologies that you can use to, um, I don't know, achieve results uh, that, yeah, achieve better results. Like what, 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 like from a supplementation standpoint, perhaps to begin with. And yeah. then- um, oh, usually most people have terrible sleep. So the mm. first thing I'll do is look at that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different supplements like melatonin is a great one. If you struggle sleeping, you can, um, you can have melatonin. It just, re- it just sort of sets your body's cycle. Um, mm. Getting sun first thing in the morning, like wake mm. up, first thing you do is sit in the sun for 10 minutes. That yep. is like a massive, massive part of like setting your cortisol cycle. If your cortisol cycle is good, you're on, man. Like cortisol yeah. is what gets you out of bed in the morning. So if you yeah. struggle to get out of bed and you don't have motivation, it might not be might not be because you're not motivated to win. It might be just your body's not like functioning yeah. properly. A lot of people sort of like get depressed because they're, you know, they're not motivated to get up and do well, but it's just sure. body's not working, you know? Mm. Um, so I usually start with blood tests. I usually look at like just their day. Like I get them to sort of like talk about their day. And a lot of people are like, oh yeah, this is good. This is good. And then actually like start to look at it and it's just shit, you know, <laughs> it's so bad. Like a lot of people just have no idea. Um, and there's just tiny little tweaks you can make and, all of a sudden you've got this just general well-being feeling. Um, another one I like is um is um eradicating, like not necessarily like supplementing, but like eradicating things, you know, taking right. taking things out that are causing harm. Right. So xenoestrogens, especially in males, um, you know, heating up food in Tupperware, drinking out of plastic bottles, like mm. a lot of like um self-care uh, products like moisturizers right. and you know, uh, hair products and all this yep. sort of stuff is just putting toxins in your body. And, um, and that's causing you, you know, your estrogen to go up. And if estrogen is going up, you, you know, you've got issues with like libido and energy right. and mood swings and all this sort of stuff. So you want to have optimal testosterone. You want to have limited, like, you know, um, uh, in, influence from xenoestrogens sure. and then you want to have a good digestion so that you're, mm. you're absorbing all your nutrients. So, you know, so we usually work through all of those things um, and just start small. Uh, it sounds like a lot, but you just start on like a couple of things. Sure. And week to week, you just start to build on that. And um, once you feel good, man, it's like, I'm, I'm sure you know this, like once you feel good, it's not even a choice anymore. You just don't want to feel shit anymore. So, so true. You- so, so, so true. That's amazing that you said that. It's like yeah. a drug. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. You have it and you're like, I, I, I never. And what it does is it actually makes um, eating crap food that uh, sorry the, the choice of not eating crap food so much easier because you're like there is yeah. no way i would sacrifice this feeling that's right like, yep and 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 if you're listening to this right now and you're eating shit and you're halfway through <laughs> a hamburger right now put that shit down yeah <laughs> it's like if someone punches you in the stomach and then goes okay here have a cuddle and then they're like do you want to keep cuddling me or do you want to punch you in the stomach again it's like it's not even a choice you know yeah. it's like yeah it's the easiest decision like you feel great. You've got tons of energy. You're getting your work done. You're motivated. You're, and then you 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 go out for dinner with the boys, and you have this you know couple of drinks, and you eat this shit, and it's like, you know, you got no one else to blame but yourself. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's, it's no there's no secret why you feel shit the next day. It's pretty obvious. Mm. Isn't it interesting? I I, th- I think it's such a um like uh, that. It's no secret, right? I think um so many people are out there looking for the secret. You know what I mean? And they're looking for the, the 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 silver bullet or the one piece of information, the one strategy that they need to 
you know, realize amazing success and fly off on a um, unicorn and um, yeah. into the sunset. Um, and it's just like, it's the simple things most often that are neglected and not done correctly in the right kind of consistent order that generally yeah. produce those incredible results that everyone looks at like, wow, how did, how did they do it? Wow. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I think it's, um, I think it's also just like a lack of education and, um, you know, it's like, as soon as you talk to someone who knows something, mm. you know, you feel like there's something that you don't like, and it's just purely that it's like the knowledge is the secret. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not that it's not been around. It's like, I was looking at stats the other day. Um, I just like to like, look at, you know, just understanding market statistics sure. like that. And it's like, I think it's like one in five or one in six adults over the age of 50 or 60, I think it might've been 60, actually malnutritioned. Wow. Which is, which is insane. Like, like one malnutrition. One in six or something like that. Yeah, it was it was wow. really high. Um, a malnutrition, like clinically malnutrition. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's like, that's obviously that age group, but like, I mean, that they were once young. And so- it, the other thing is like, you know, what you get away with at 30, yeah. you know, you might get away with it now. You're not going to get away with it at 40 or 50. And so it's like, stop, stop. Um, it's the ego thing. It's like, stop. You know how people go, oh, you know, um, I can eat whatever I want and I stay fit. You know, it's like, yeah. if you have that approach with your business. It's like, I can do whatever I want and I just get clients. Yeah. That's going to stop. That's going to stop at some point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not, you're not doing you're not doing what's required to generate the business so at some point yeah. it's going to stop so same with your body you know if yeah, you're not you heard doing, the um what's it called the feather the brick and the truck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's so brilliant like you, yeah. you usually like comes in threes and you get like a, a, a small sign that comes in like a feather tickling you on the face and then the brick like knocks your knee out and then you're like oh fuck keep yeah. running keep pushing keep pushing and then the tr- truck just ends it so yeah, 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 exactly right. Well, you catch it um, at the brick, the latest. That's uh-huh. the biggest thing, actually, that I've, um, <laughs> that I've, you know, become, I guess, or I, I value more so now than I ever did was like um, putting in those little, like, like putting in that little effort with business. Mm-hmm. You know, I always used to just rely on like my competitions or like sure. the way I looked to g- generate business sure. rather than focusing on the, the quality of the product. You know, yeah. and I think I'm, I'm sure you know a lot more than this about me. Uh, sorry, a lot more about that than I do. Mm. Um, but just like it's the same with your body. It's like, you know, if you eat quality foods 24, you know, 365 days a year, um, you know, yeah, you might not feel that different, but in 10 years time, mm. you're going to be thankful that you did. You know what I mean? So it's it's like you, you, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a a, um, a award at the end of the year where someone go oh good job you were healthy, mm. but in ten years time you're not gonna have a disease, yeah. you know. So it's the same thing with business. It's like if you if you do all these little things, no one at the end of the week's gonna go oh great job man like you you've put the effort in with your business, <laughs> but but in in ten years you're gonna have tons of money, you know. Exactly right. It's exactly yeah. right. But it's it's, it's challenging because I think um. Like the one thing that I, I was, I was at this event, I run this, I run this um, monthly like mastermind event that's focused on like empowering people to make more money. And um, it's down here on the Gold Coast. And um, I'll put the link in the show, now, show notes if you guys want to check it out. And um, 
it was it was essentially like I was discussing this 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 concept of like something I've observed in society of this like non-committal behavior. Um, you know, like people will. it's like so rampant at the moment where people will like say yes to something, say they're going to do something and then like ghost or not commit or pull out or change, change of mind, change of plans. And I was like, if you, if you, and I said this to to the, to the, um, the clients and the students there, I was like, if you want to like really, really, really be successful and run rings around, like to be honest, like 90 plus percent of people in the market today, just like commit to one thing and then just do what you say. And that's exactly Like I promise you, I promise, if you just do that, nothing else, like you'll be ultra successful because people yep. today, they literally commit to 50 different things, do none of them, feel like shit, get depressed and sit at home and eat ice cream. You know, it's yeah. Like, it's it's actually crazy how accurate that is, man. Like it's just, it, it's crazy. Like I've, I've started, um, I'm sure everyone started getting into crypto, but I've started actually literally looking into the markets, not just crypto, but Forex. My girlfriend and I, we, you know, we're learning a lot about it and- that's something I've realized, man, is like, you know how there's all these stats about, you know, like 75% of traders lose, you know, and all yes. this sort of stuff. It's like, it's the same thing as what you just said. It's like the reason why they lose is because they start, it gets hard and then they stop. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. They lose because they stop. They don't actually lose. If you continue to, to progress and build the skill, it's the same thing as a business. Yeah. You, you you stick in there, you know, you don't sort of like, it, you treat it as a business, you don't just like waste all your money, but like, if you stay in there learning yeah. and pro- progressing forwards, you're going to be one of the people that actually gets exactly. there. Exactly. It's the same right. thing. You know yeah. what I mean? You've got to be it, in the fucking game. Yeah. That's right. 100%, yeah. man. It's so so accurate. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, th- I think, um, like, I, I always used to listen to, um, uh, when I, when I, when I, I think I listened to um, Donald Trump's um, The Art of the Deal book. And I think in that he mentions about how he, um, lost all his money and, and went broke and then remade all his money. Actually, no, it wasn't that book. Um, uh, anyway, I was listening to like that story of how he's like went bankrupt or something, made billions, lost billions, um, made billions again. And I was like, how, how does someone do that? Yeah. And I think like these like foundational kind of skills and mindsets and like strategies of like being and doing and executing are the things that actually give you the capacity and the ability to, I know, I know for myself, for example, like if I was to like have the, you know, rug ripped out from underneath me and God knows like shut up shop and everything wound up, like I'd, I'd very quickly and very easily be able to, you know, restart a new business and make multiple yep. seven figures, eight figures pretty quickly. I'd be like, all right, well, great. Yeah. Probably three times quicker than it actually took me to get here. 100%. You know? um, and it's, it's like, but you're never going to get that by starting and chopping and changing and doing 15 different things. Yeah, uh, all at once. So yeah, interesting. interesting. It's it's actually I've I've found that as well. Like the more I sort of look into people that have a lot of money, um, you know, or not just a lot of money, but like people who do well, succeed, whatever. They it's the same thing. They they fail more times than I've failed. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they've literally yeah. failed more than I have. That's the only reason why they they have more than I have, or they've done more than I have. You know, I haven't failed enough yet. I'm not pushing yeah. hard enough to fail. So. You know, if I'm not failing, I'm not pushing. So yeah, I love what Ray Dalio says in um his book Principles. He says, um, when you're young, you should be um failing as much and as often as possible without completely wiping yourself out. So like, literally have that mindset of like, what are the things that I can just start and I can do because um nothing's ever right. You know what I mean? There's never a right way. There's never like the the the, the perfect series of like events mm-hmm. and directions that are going to lead to the shining success. 
Um, mm. I feel like everything, I feel like most of the things that I've done, I've usually learned from realizing and figuring out enough times what I don't like or what I don't want. You know, similar yep. to what you were saying with the reverse goals, like yep. Charlie Munger uses that inverse thinking. And I really like that because like you can a lot of the time tell with a lot more clarity the negative rather than the positive. Yeah. Like I can absolutely hand on my heart tell you that if I do these things, I'll be fat, broken, poor. Yeah, like, that's absolutely. Good. Like a hundred percent. But like, it's more difficult for me to say, now, what is exactly the step I need to take to be that's wealthy, right. successful, happy, and have a great body? I'm not sure. Yep. Is it this diet? Is it that diet? Is it this thing? Is it that money making machine? But I know that if I do those things, motherfucker, I'll be out. Yeah, you know, that's why I love. That's why I love the anti goals because it's, it's great. Anyone, anyone can adopt that pretty much straight away and and have a very clear path. You know, um, yeah. Without without knowing what they need to do to succeed necessarily, it's just if you yeah. do these things, you're going to fail. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly right. What's um What's the future look like, man? Like, what 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 goals do you have around um yourself as far as like you know bodybuilding, your career in terms of that? Like, what are you looking to do in the future? Um. Well, for now, it's um. I, I as a coach, I want to take um clients. You know, I want to take them to pro level. I want to take them to big shows, Olympia. You know, I, I have big goals as a coach. Um, I'm working on an app for female training. So. Nice. A lot of women have issues with their menstrual cycle and, and you know, they'll, they'll start a training program for 12 weeks and they'll get results for four weeks and then their menstrual cycle changes and all these sort of like ad- adaptations in their body hormonally right, right. Um, will stop them from progressing. And so it's just something I've learned through, you know, 10, 10 12 years of coaching that, okay. I'm, you know, I, I want an easier way for them to actually manage that, those variables. Mm, um yeah, so I'm really excited about that, actually, man. I've been working on that with Matt Legg and, um, you know, the ATP Science. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he started that. So he's a naturopath that started ATP Science and, um, yeah, just been consulting with him a little bit. Amazing. Set that up. So working on that, um, just coaching, training. I mean, I'm in Thailand at the moment, so just um, just soaking up the sun a bit, man, just relaxing a little bit. Yeah, but the, the good thing about Thailand is they've updated it a lot, man, like, even now the Wi-Fi is amazing. So yeah. I was a bit worried about that when we jumped on it. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, he's in Thailand. Is this Wi-Fi yeah. gonna hold out? <laughs> yeah, but they've they've completely done a lot of work since COVID. They they've updated the whole thing. So it's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of competing, um I'll do a show next year. Um yeah. uh, I'm not sure what I won't do it in I won't do a show in Australia. I'll do something overseas. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, but for now it's just the the working on the app doing the uh coaching you know that yeah. that's pretty time consuming i've got eight, like absolutely 80 90 clients so it's yeah. um well takes a lot of time yeah absolutely what um question that came to mind what would you be if you weren't you like what would if, if you weren't in this business and you weren't like in fitness and weren't a bodybuilder what would you be man i am super jealous of people who play games on twitch yeah wow <laughs> Wow, you know what I mean? Insane. Like people, people who stream their gaming—that is like incredibly lucrative. And I can't imagine anything funner than doing that. Like that, that would <laughs> be like, like, can you imagine just every day playing games and people watch you play? Like that is just amazing to me. I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah. And 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 the the branding and the the way you can actually leverage that is like unlimited. You know, you can just you can build your own brand straight up. Um, yeah. you know, and sell anything like clothing, 
you know, you can have little catchphrases that you do, like the whole community type thing, like Discord set up, everything. Mm. Very easy um, and fun, man. Like that's the main thing. It's fun, right? Yeah. What, um, um, what, there might what, still be a chance. There might still be a chance. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I haven't given up on you it might, yet. You might just oh. see me on a uh, shirtless playing games on Twitch. <laughs> Looking jacked up, sitting there over like some gaming screen. Um, what scares like, you? Maybe it'll what, work. What, what scares you, Tim? What, um, what fears do you have? Oh, um, yeah, this comes back to, um, like, what got me into it in the first place, man, I'm, I'm scared of just being a number, like, you know, just, just a, just a statistic, man. Like Mm. I'm scared of, I'm, I'm scared of regrets. I'm scared Mm. of not trying to do my best. You know, I don't want to get, I don't want to get old and be like, man, if only I just, you know, put a little bit more effort, that is like terrifying to me. Like that is Mm. absolutely terrifying. Like I still, to this day, like don't eat, I, I still feel like I don't work hard enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I certainly don't, I certainly am not at my hundred percent potential at this point. Mm, so, mm. You know, I'm, I'm working on that, you know, like you said, that harmony and that balance, I guess is the wrong word, but like that feeling where you're not just completely leaving your family to the side and like, you know, yeah. you, you've, I like to think of it like the, you know, you're spinning those plates, you know, and yeah, every plate you got to keep it spinning. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying, I'm still working on that. It's not easy as you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a work in progress. It's um, a constant work in progress, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm super terrified of regret and I'm super terrified of, um, being just er- like everyone else, you know? Mm. Um, not, not because I think that there's anything wrong with that. I just, I just don't want to be like, you know, oh, well, at least I enjoyed the sunshine and, you know, it's mm. just a boring life. You know, I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. What advice would you give to someone um, who's, you know, starting out, maybe they're like in their early 20s and um, a lot of distractions, a lot of things going on. They're trying to, you know, juggle everything that they've been put in front of them, all the pressures of, you know, making money, entrepreneurship, um, having a good body, looking after yourself, girls. I don't mm. know what other things occupy the minds of young 21-year-olds, but I would imagine. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, something like right. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> what advice would you give them to, to to be able to live a better life or live a more empowered life where you can really um, be more confident in yourself? Yeah, and- I think I think um, I always think about like what I would tell myself. Like that's probably the easiest way I would think about that. Yeah, um, and I think I would I if I would if not that I regret anything at this point, but if I could do it again, <laughs> like go back to eighteen, I would just spend every cent I make and put it back into myself. Like I would reinvest it in my business, in my body, in like, I wouldn't care about stacking cash. You know what I mean? I wouldn't give a shit about how much money I have in my bank. I would actually be more like, I would like to flex the fact that I have no money in my bank and it's all gone back into my business. Like if I could spend Uh everything I earned so far on my business and myself, I would be like, tenfold of where I am now. Right. Right. Um, So that's something I, you know, like, growing up not having like a whole bunch of everything mm-hmm. you sort of emotionally attach yourself to having money in your account you know yeah and i think that's the that is the, one of the biggest mistakes i've made um up until this point you know i'm, I'm learning how to reinvest it properly um mm. but i think that if i did it again i would i would just have no problem with just like oh yeah do that do that do that reinvest right. you know just completely you know why do i need 50k in the account why do i need 100k in my account at, at 23 why do i need that 
Yeah. You know, I need that money building my brand. I need that money here. Like that would so be so much more powerful. So I think, yeah. yeah. I love that, bro. That's a, it's, a, it's an interesting way to think about it. You know, skill set acquisition and like building your biggest asset, which is you, mm-hmm. you know, like you're mm-hmm. the, the tool or the mechanism that's going to produce all the results in your life. Like, invest in yourself yeah. um, i think that's perfect yeah especially when money just completely like the more money you have the less value it has over time so you know if you if your money is not doing anything and it's just sitting there it's becoming less valuable as time goes by yeah and um you know so i think you know holding on to cash is like the worst possible thing um yeah. not if you're trying to buy a house or something like that but like you know if if you are a property investor, then it's the same thing, right? You're investing in property. You're not holding on to your money. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a bodybuilder or if you're a, an athlete or an entrepreneur, you should be taking that money and investing it like a property investor. That's exactly your right. Business. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah. yeah, I never had I never had that advice. And I think that um, I would definitely have, you know, I'm not saying like no regrets, but like definitely have more, um, up my sleeve now if I had a... Mm, mm, interesting. Good way to think about it. A um, couple of last kind of questions. Um, how big How big are your biceps? <laughs> They're actually shrunk a little bit, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit What's, what's the biggest they've been? <laughs> uh, pumped like 23 and a half inch. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but that was like, I was 135 kilos at the time. I wasn't necessarily that lean either. I was a big puffy guy. So... Um, 23 yeah. inches. What's that in centimeters? Uh, I think it's like oh, it's like 56 or 57 centimeters, I think maybe. Wow. wow. It's like two and a half times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and a half times. Yeah. 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 Something like that. That's insane. Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty big, pretty big dude back then. Um, but at that point, man, like you, you know, um, you need help to tie your shoes and to put your shirt on. And yeah, so true. You know, it's not, it's it it has a purpose, but like when you're not competing next week or in six months you don't need to be like that yeah um i certainly don't make my money from being a big guy so i think i realized that very quickly like you know when i when i didn't necessarily get where i wanted to go with the competing straight away i was like okay this is going to take a little bit longer than i thought it would right you know, um i need to slow down because interesting if, if it's going to take longer than i thought it would I need to actually enjoy this, you yeah. know what I mean? And there's nothing- I can't live it. like this. <laughs> no, fuck, no way. Yeah. Like there is, there is nothing enjoyable about not being able to touch your own feet. So- Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's, um, I can say I've done it and that's cool. You know, I, I know how to help people do it. Like there is sure. clients of mine that I, I like, you know, <laughs> we're trying to get to that point. Um, so like anything, you can't really teach it unless you've done it. Um, sure, sure. So I have that on my sleeve, but I definitely don't want to be there again. I, I'm I'm chasing more like quality over yeah. quantity, you know? Yeah. yeah, I love it. That's epic. And where's the best place? I mean, actually, before we jump into that, um, people listening that might want to, you know, um, learn more from you or, you know, perhaps join as a client and, and learn how to build a better physique or, or do some training with you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. what, what, what would be, you know, um, an ideal solution or like, what do you offer that potentially could help, um, that kind of situation? Like in terms of coaching? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, at the moment it's, it's, oh, I'm working on different, packages and things at the moment like we're updating the website 
but the 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 main service is just one-on-one online coaching so it's yeah. like consulting okay. so i run it i run it through an app that i use um it's it's my training app um okay. so all all of the data goes through there like the training program um the the meal plan you know all right. the supplementation everything goes through that it's all trackable so yep. when you're in the gym you just open it up and you you know you can follow the program Perfect. um and um and then i use telegram so it's like voice memo um right. depending on the package there's like voice calls involved depends on the, the type of service or the type of result they're looking for okay um but it's all it's all just like one-on-one um yep. you know consulting at this point yeah got you i'm working on that like the main thing at the moment that I'm working on is the the, the app for females. So that'll I be see. something uh, very, very useful, man. Like pretty much any girl could pick that up, put in like their, their details, like the symptoms they have, you know, the, the structure of their menstrual cycle, because every girl is different yep. and it will spit out a, um, a you know, a, a way of approaching their training at that point of their cycle. Wow. Um, and then it will constantly change because they'll constantly update the symptoms and the feelings and, and the results that they're getting. Right. And so the, the program can't remain the same, you know? So that's something I I'm see. really excited about. Yeah. yeah. That's epic. Hey, that sounds, sounds amazing. Um, yeah. Cause a lot of women have trouble with, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll follow this girl and they'll, they'll buy this program for 12 weeks and they'll get results for four weeks and then their body will, will work against them because it's not in, condi- yep. in like in line with their hormones. Hundred percent. Yeah, that yeah. makes complete sense. Hey, yeah, wow, that's exciting, dude. That's I feel like that's a, that's a, it's a really really um, awesome. Yeah, program. man, I'm pumped. Yeah, because mm. I think um, I think uh, like especially with girls that compete is there's also a lot of misunderstanding of like the PED side. Like a lot of girls yeah. use PEDs, um, and it just completely wipes their body, man. Like there's gonna be um, there's just gonna for the be- layman for the layman people who don't know what PEDs. What does that mean? Uh, performance enhancing drugs, right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, believe it or not, in 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 girls who compete, that's it's it's actually used a lot more than people realize. Um, wow. And there's gonna be there's gonna be a wave, um, like literally, mark my words, in like maybe five ten years, yeah. there's gonna be a wave of girls, women, um, who can't have kids and have mm. like a lot of lot of um, like chronic issues from like abusing drugs, you know, Wow, it's, it's different to like a guy, you know, because, you know, if, if it, like, I'm, I'm not going to say I've never done it before, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when a, when a male uses male hormones, like, yeah. or, or performance enhancing drugs, it's kind of like contributing to this, the situation. Whereas right. when a female uses it, it's, it's conflicting with the cycle hormones. Yeah. So there's a period that they could use it safely, but no one understands that very well right i see what you mean do you know what i mean so so when they try and use it the same as a male it just completely wipes their body you know and mm. they, they get results for that period of time but then 6 12 18 months later they're still trying to play catch up you know wow. Wow. whereas a guy can just sort of stop get his blood checked do what he needs to do to fix it and then carry on you know Interesting. it's Interesting. a it's a very different setup and so yeah you, you'll see a lot of girls um that are, are suffering from this you know, in, in our five to 10 years. Wow. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's super. I mean, like it's, it's one of those things that, like, I know when you, when you, when you're, you're chasing like, you know, performance, essentially um, you're, you're always looking for the the edge or the next thing or the next thing that's going to get you there quicker. Um, mm. And yeah, it's, it, I guess it's easy as well, you know, to resort to, I don't know, some tablets or what, whatever the yep. thing is like it's, and it, and it's, 
so easy to kind of like just be like, oh, it's not going to do anything. Like it's just a little tablet or something. Like yep. you don't need to, like it's so difficult to attach damage to it. You know, yeah. it's like pop it in, done. My body feels awesome, amazing. Um, and it's also very easy if you're a coach to market, like let's say you're you're <clears> just dragging <throat> your clients to death. They right. look great. It's very easy to market that. Yeah, so true. Well. Mm. So there's like this this sort of like um, lack of responsibility in the industry. Integrity. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like um, something like this app will actually give women an understanding of their bodies and maybe they'll think twice about what they're going to do. Sure, sure. Um, you know, because they'll realize that, okay, if I'm, if I'm changing my program this often and my body's changing this often and my, peri- uh, my period is changing this often, and my hormones are changing. If I then add a tablet to that and it's completely changing all of that, you know, what basis and what benefit is this bringing me other than maybe uh, um, increasing the rate of the result or yeah. can I, can I achieve the same result in maybe a little bit more time? Yes. But uh, my health's intact. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so education, mm. I think, um, and helping people get there, you know, by understanding their own bodies yeah. rather than just sort of giving them a solution short term. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about it, bro. Yeah. So that's unreal. I love it. Um, where can people like listen to or learn more from you or um, consume more of your content? Um, Instagram mainly. Uh, yeah. I've just started. <laughs> I, I was doing TikTok a fair bit, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and I got up to like twenty thousand followers on there, believe it or not. But um, wow. yeah, I'm I'm starting to do that again because that's a okay. that's a massive um, like a like uh, what's the word organic? Yeah, you know, it's an organic type um social media still. Sure, but main, mainly Instagram, bro. Yeah, so just uh, Tim underscore McKinnon nine one. Excellent, love it, and um, excited, man. Thanks so much for for spending so much time with me and sharing so much. I feel like I've I've learned a lot about you and um. Yeah, I, I hope that you know the audience have learned a lot about you and and, and potential um, focuses in terms of bodybuilding. You know, building anything. I think like the level of um, discipline and and kind of your mindset towards what you do is 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 responsible for you know the things you've achieved as well. So yeah, I, I really appreciate it, dude. It's been really um, insightful conversation and um, really really appreciate the time. Thanks so much, brother. Uh, awesome. Thanks for having me on, brother. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to Leap of Faith with Sasha Karabat. Please follow Sasha on socials and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode.